everyone and welcome to the third music team hub show of semester two i'm here with tom our head of music hi everyone really nice to be here again uh really looking forward to this week's show we've just got quite a short one this week and um, we're both super busy but we've got obviously as usual an incredible top 10 as i said last week they've all been really good this semester so far um so this one is an absolute continuation of that and then we have our scottish song of the week and we also have a clip from an interview that tom did with slow tie which is super exciting um last week or the week before very excited for that uh, it was really nice to meet him and, and like do this a kind of group interview with different unis so so yeah we've got that it's not going to be super long it definitely won't be two hours so um you know if you usually turn off after a while like you can totally keep keep uh listening for this whole the whole episode this week um but yeah um i will literally just jump right into our top 10 so coming in at number 10 we have a song by the mighty mighty boston's which i have to say right now michael brought to our, our music team meeting and he told us that he used to get their name really confused and i think he accidentally called them like hugo hugo bossanova <laughs> which is like i think one oh my of my god mix-ups i've ever That's heard brilliant. i could wait tom are you not there no <laughs> oh good he was like telling us um that he was telling his brother to listen to them or something and he was like yeah you need to listen to this band called like hugo hugo Bo- bossa nova <laughs> it's not like a really so obscure genre of, of music no like. i know um so yeah anyway that i just had to put that in right like right there so if i accidentally refer to them as hugo hugo bossa nova that's why um <laughs> Anyway, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, as they are actually known, are a ska punk band. They've been around since the early 80s and they've been like hugely influential in the like sort of ska punk scene and genre. Um, I was actually reading up about them and they hold their own music festival in Boston every single year to like feature like ska and punk and like hardcore bands, which I think is really cool. Um, And they've been doing that I think since like 2003 maybe. This is their first new music since 2018 and this song um, has an insane list of features. I think it's like around 25 other acts that they they feature including like someone from the specials for example um but yeah this song was released on the 25th of january and i'm just gonna say right now this song is eight minutes long so i will probably cut it off like four minutes in but if you like the sound of it then there's way more of it um rather than what you're hearing so yeah um yeah this is the final parade by the mighty mighty boss
ATM solo slash remix there by Brie Runway and before that was uh, The Final Parade by The Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Um, from what I can gather that Brie Runway song is like the, her solo version of a song that she originally released with Missy Elliott which I think is such a power move. Can you imagine releasing a song with Missy Elliott and then releasing your own version of it? Um, but Brie Runway makes like music with quite a wide range of like genres and influences and has specifically said she doesn't really want to be boxed into one sound um, and she was talking about that especially in relation to like R&B um, and I totally think you can hear that on that track. It's kind of got like pop and hip-hop influences um, and I think you know it's sort of ebbs and flows throughout the song which I think is, it sounds interesting um, she's released a lot of singles and EPs to, like since 2018 which is sort of when uh, her, her career started um, and she released her debut mixtape last year it's called 2000 and forever so yeah and um, that this sort of solo version or like this remix which I think is a fantastic name um, was released on the 25th of January and is her first release of the year that was our number nine track I forgot to say and the mighty mighty boss songs were obviously our number 10 track Coming in now at number eight is a track called The Pearls by Barty Strange slash Lorenzo Wolf. Uh, this is a really cool track. Uh, so Barty Strange is born in Ipswich uh, in the UK, raised in Oklahoma, and he's now currently based in Washington, D.C. Uh, his proper name is Mark Barty's Leon Cox Jr., and he spent most of his career as a musician during the 2010s um, around Washington, around Brooklyn, and was a member of the post-hardcore band Stay Inside, who are from Brooklyn as well. Um, he's been around, he's been floating around for quite a while, Released, actually released an EP of the national tracks reimagined by him uh, called Say Goodbye to Pretty Boys, which I think was released in 2020. And he released his first full-length album called Live Forever, which was in 2020. And I've been getting a lot of love from the music team recently, and we really hope that you enjoy this one. This is called The Pearl, and it's by Barty Strange, Lorenzo Wolf. <laughs> Sells truth about the pound And I saw the dealer and his friend arrive But the gifts looked green Now I'm tired of hanging on Waiting for a showdown Don't you see I gotta ride a mile Cause the pearls just around the beat
was near Cause I thought I saw a shot
was the Pearl Lorenzo Wolf by Barty Strange. And just there was our number seven track, which is called Anadonia by Chelsea Wolf and Emma Ruth Rundle. That's a really, really nice ambient track uh, by the two of them there. Uh, first, going to talk about Chelsea Wolf. Um, she's an artist from Northern California. Um, her father was a country musician, so I think you can kind of tell that in the track. There's really been a really big influence on her work. Um, but her actual um, speciality is sort of a mixture of gothic rock. She's kind of flirted with doom metal, folk music as well, lots of different genres. Um, and she's been really active for a long time. She's released albums in 2010, 2011, 13, 15, 17, 19. So many albums, um, and this track is really, really nice. Uh, funny fact, she actually composed her first two albums on her mum's classical guitar. Uh, it was missing a tuning peg, so she had to kind of tune down the whole guitar, which ended up becoming a stylistic element that she continued onto many of her studio recordings. Um, and that is in collab with Emma Ruth Rundle, another big name in um, who cited Kate Bush and David Lynch as massive influences. And yeah, I really, really enjoyed that song. It was quite quite relaxing actually, is with the snow kind of settling on the uh, on the rooftops outside. Uh, really, really nice track, and I really hope you enjoy it. That um thing about her tuning down her guitar is so interesting. Yeah. To do that, like kind of mess around with different tunings and tune them down. But I think even this, with this one, it was like a necessity. So <laughs> it kind of it's cool. Yeah, no, so interesting and then the fact that she like yeah, kept yeah. it and like, influenced her sound I think is so cool but at number six we have a track by I think I'm going to pronounce this bio um he's actually best known as the bassist of Vampire Weekend who are one of my favorite bands so that was like a really nice discovery to make um this is song is off of his third solo album actually called Dead Hand Control which was released on the 29th of January this year and um, he makes sort of synth pop with like a, a like a really good voice like quite a deep voice I was not really expecting it and um, I think you can like totally hear the crossover between his style of like sort of synth pop and like the music that Vampire Weekend makes because obviously they do have that sort of pop element um, to their songs but I think like his sort of vocals and the more pop style actually make his music quite like distinct from Vampire Weekend which I think is always nice when like people from a band do solo work and it I think this song really sounds like it could be in like a Netflix coming of age movie which I don't mean as an insult because I love the soundtracks for like Netflix movies I always think they nail them um, and I was also just reading I've got two interesting facts about him one of them is that he moved to London in 2015 which I think is kind of a random choice I don't know and um, I think he's still here but his second album was apparently heavily inspired by Brexit as well as the um like the 2016 presidential election in the state which I think is quite interesting because I don't know, like, I think from, he's from New York and I, I feel like you don't really hear that much about, like, American musicians being influenced by, like, political um, upheaval in the UK, um, even if they do live here. So I thought that was quite interesting. And then the best thing that I have easily have ever found out about anyone doing research from this for this show is that in 2013, he found out that he was related to Steve Buscemi, which, like, I need more information on that immediately because I don't know how you could just, like, find that out. And I also want to know how distantly they're related um, yeah, this is a song of his solo album, his third album called Dead Hand Control. This was released the 29th of January, and this song is called Never, Never, Never. Special 
Charming 
by Arlo Parks there at our number five spot and before that at number six we had never 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 by bio or bio um that is actually our first of two songs off of Arlo Parks uh, brand new debut album Collapse in Sunbeams and we actually also had to narrow it down from three we thought three of the same artists in the top ten was maybe a bit much but that is basically how much that we love uh, Arlo at music team and in fresh air in general um she is honestly, I think, like a real, like a real classic fresh air favorite. Um, we've, you know, had people like playing and like looking at her music for like a, like years. Like I know Finn, um, our old head of music, plays her music quite a lot on his show last year. We've had songs by by her in our top tens for a while. Um, and you know, she's just she is going to be massive. Like she's already obviously quite big in the UK with like uh the support from Radio One and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that is off. Or her new album, her debut album, which came out on the 29th of January. Um, she has really stunning lyrics and imagery. I always say this when we play her music, but she's a poet as well as a singer-songwriter, so her lyrics are always super evocative and beautiful. Um, and that track specifically I is one of my favourites on her album. I really like the sort of really chill lo-fi vibes on it. Um, it reminds me a lot of her older songs and like EPs from the past couple of years, which I really love. So I'd be quite interested to know if she recorded that one um, like a while ago. But yeah, that is one of my favourites from that album, and that was our number five there. That was Arlo Parks with for Violet. The next track is a song called Road of the Lonely Ones by Madlib. It's coming in at number four. Um, it's by uh, Madlib, Otis Jackson Jr. He's an American DJ, music producer, multi-instrumentalist and singer. And he's probably one of the most prolific uh, hip hop producers of the 2000s. Um, he kind of calls himself a DJ first, producer second and MC last. So he's got his priorities in line. He's been around since the early 90s, 90s more or less. And I think it's a really cool name as well, Madlib, kind of like I live, but you know, um, <laughs> but I made it mad. Um, and it's just come from his uh, album Sound Ancestors, released last week. Um, and it's a very, very, very exciting album. Um, in the Guardian, Guardian the other day, he um, did an interview and said that rap right now should be like public enemy, but it's just not there. So, kind of a sign that he perhaps wants his music to be a bit more proven, kind of send a message. So, this is a cool track. Uh, it's called Road of the Lonely Ones by Madlib, and I really hope you enjoy it.
That was Tonight Tonight by Celeste. Before that, we had Road of the Lonely Ones by Madeline. That was such a good song by Celeste. Uh, Celeste, I mean, she requires almost no introduction, really. Um, she's been skyrocketing to fame over the past few years. Um, absolutely stunning soul voice. She actually began a career in 2014, um, providing vocals for Vici and also for Real Lies, who is a band, her band that I really like from back from, from back in the day. Um, so that was quite a surprise reading that. But um, she made a solo debut on Lily Allen's Vanity label. Yeah, I think it's Bank Holiday. Yeah, I think it's called Bank Holiday. That's the name of the label. Yeah. <laughs> and then she signed with Polydor in 2018, followed by her uh, the beginning of Stardom for her. It was fifth place in BBC Sound of 2019, followed by same year. Um, and she released Not Your Muse this year. Um, and it's an album that has been absolutely it's done so well. It got to number one in the British album charts. And it really isn't surprising that it's done so well. It's just really, you know, this British soul sound, it always manages to come back and always manages to, to supply some absolutely incredible tracks. And I mean, there's been so much hype around this and it's just a testament to her work and her incredible voice. So that was a really, really cool track. It's Tonight Tonight by Celeste. It's our number three for this week. Uh, yeah and so that is all as always that is all we're going to be playing from our top 10 right now we will i mean this week you really don't have to wait that long we've only got like maybe 10 or 15 minutes of other features and then you will get to hear our number two and our number one track and um, but right now i'm just going to move quickly on to um this feature that we introduced last week but i'll talk about it a little bit again just in case anyone didn't listen last week and is listening this week um want to start like I guess we try and champion Scottish artists anyway in terms of the top 10 like if we're bringing Scottish artists and things like that but I thought it might be nice to have a song like just a slot every single week where we just play any song by any Scottish artist from can from be from any time period just to like champion Scottish the Scottish music scene a little bit and maybe introduce listeners to some more Scottish artists that they might not know about um so I've picked a song this week. Last week we dedicated um, the song to Sophie, um, who sadly passed away a few weeks ago. She was uh, an incredible uh, Scottish producer who like really pioneered hyperpop. Um, but this week um, I've picked a song by a band called Elephant Sessions. Um, the reason I've picked them, not it's not because it's a new track or anything. I mean, I'm playing one from their newest album, which came out in 2019. But um, for I don't know if, if anyone listening might have done it, but there's this so there's this festival every single year. Not not really festival, there's like a programme of events every single year in Scotland called Celtic Connections. Um and this year obviously it was cancelled because of COVID, but they put a huge amount of effort in the past the last couple of months of last year into moving it entirely online. Um so it was for the whole month of January online as well. Um and my mum, I was when I was still living at home, my mum had got a pass for it and we watched it like um almost every night just even if we didn't really know the artist and it was so incredible like it'd been put together brilliantly um, and elephant sessions are a band that i absolutely love and they were playing a set so i watched it with my mom and she really enjoyed it which was nice because she hadn't heard of them before um but i yeah i just really wanted to play a song by them this week um because obviously they are scottish they're from like the highlands i think they're from maybe from inverness um they make really really fun really high energy incredible music i mean in my opinion but um so so they make sort of like Scottish trad, but they also take loads of influence from like funk and electronica, which I think makes their sound so interesting. Um, they've won quite a few awards, like BBC 
like uh, trad awards um especially for like their live performances they're quite well known for their live performances and the one at Celtic Connections was fantastic they looked so happy to be like performing live and like all together and they kept saying that this was the first time that they they'd managed to like the whole of last year um so yeah I really want to just play a song by them this week and yeah and maybe people will maybe hopefully listen to this and maybe get into their music or even if you don't really listen to much trad you might sort of I think this is kind of a good way in because it's very accessible in terms of the like sort of electronica and like funk influence that they use. Um, so yeah, I um, thought I would play this one this week. Uh, this is off of their newest album, which came out in 2019. I hope there's I hope there's something soon. Like I hope there's something coming soon from them. But yeah, this is a song called Colors. This is one of my favorite songs by them. Um, this will be stuck. Anyone that's listening, this will be stuck in your head for weeks. I said that to my mom when they performed it live at the Celtic Connections thing that we watched, and she was like, mm, "I'm not sure." And then she was singing it all night. Um, so yeah, I think this song is fantastic, and this is my pick for Scottish song of the week this week. So yeah, I hope everyone uh, maybe enjoys this and maybe becomes an Elephant Sessions fan. So yeah, this is called Colors by Elephant Sessions.
Colours by Elephant Sessions there, which is my pick for Scottish Song of the Week this week. But now um, Tom is going to be catching up about um, him speaking to Slow Tie like a week or two ago. So yeah, Tom, take it away. Yes, so this was an interview that I did alongside the, the Student Radio Association. It was a group interview that we did with five of us, um, six including the moderator, speaking to Slow Tie about his new album. It was absolutely a really cool interview, actually. Um, really cool insight into his music um, and into his into his life generally, into his personality. Um, Tyron is coming out on the 12th of February. Um, and I got the chance to ask two questions. One that was based around the album and the other that was based around a bit, something a bit different, something that, you know, something a question that you wouldn't know, that you would not normally have in an interview, something more like in a student radio sort of context. Um, so I'm really excited for you to hear this five minute clip of my two questions. And hope you, this is slow tight. From George Square to King's Buildings, from Potterow to Pleasance, this is Fresh Air. Yeah, we all, we love the energy of the album, Tyron, it's full of energy. And I think a few of us here noticed the difference between disc one and disc two, and how they come with very different vibes, which I think Tom would like to know more about, so over to Tom. Yeah, for sure. So I'll, I'll introduce myself again, Tom from uh, Fresh Air Radio in Edinburgh. Um, yeah, I mean, I love the transition in the middle of the album from Play With Fire to I Tried. And I really want to know more about that. Um, you know, generally the differences between these two parts. And I wondered why did you feel it was necessary to express yourself in these two very distinct ways within one piece of work, you know, both lyrically and musically was it something that you, you planned in advance or did it just like did it just come in two distinct periods of time um it definitely come on its own it was like something at the beginning i knew i had because i've got like all my album titles i already have said so nothing great about britain i had that two years before i was even considering making an album and then it's like tyron I had that one, and then I, Tyron was meant to be the third one. The second one was meant to be, I don't want to say the name, but another one. And then I've got the, the fourth album's name, and they all have the concept. And Tyron's just aiming at looking, like trying to express myself and put myself across, because like a lot of people know me as like Tea and Biscuits, the guy that's like aggressive, jumps around in his boxes, and da 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 da. And there's that like, obviously, like yourselves, there's a lot more than meets the eye when you meet a person. So my mental health was me up, especially like coming off of the last year before lockdown and stuff. I was dealing with a lot of problems with myself, be it with addiction, be it with just over burning the candle at both ends. And I was in a really bad place. So. I felt it was more important, especially going into a lockdown, to express mental health. And I feel to do that, you had to, I have to get out the aggression and then I have to go into like, in on myself, like I'm writing in my diary and trying to express and give therapy. So it's just up and down, like my mood's pretty volatile. So at one point I could be really happy and then I'll be super sad so when we're making songs it could be one thing that throws me off and then i'll be like in a different headspace so a lot of songs would be like three songs in a day two of them could be sad one of them could be happy and then 
just splitting it up. And when you make a yeah. an album and you're trying to make it cohesive, like I hate albums where it's like hard song, soft song, soft song, hard song, hard song, hard song, soft song. This is your banger. This is your single. This is the da 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 da. So I wanted it to be like for different types of people. If you like heavy music, hard music, the first half for you. If you like more inward, introspective music, the second half for you. Like if you want to chill out and smoke weed, listen to the second half. If you want to go and party and do some magic, listen to the first half. But it's about whatever type of person you are. So. That's where it come from. It just gradually evolved into that. Yeah, it's yeah. really natural. It's a really, really gorgeous transition, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. Do you have a favourite side to the album or is it very mood dependent? Nice, thank you. Now, there's clearly a lot of symbolism surrounding the apple in your artwork to Tyron and just apples in general. But naturally, being a student music interview, we have a couple questions just on the apple as food, really. So, Tom, if you'd like to go first with yours. So, right, it's February 12th, right? Tyron's just been released in the world. You're either, you're at home or you're with the boys in the studio, just doing your thing. So what is going to be the perfect meal for you after releasing the album? Is it, would you just go simple, just take the apple and be like, yeah, that's it? Or would you have something a bit more, you know, a bit more luxurious, a bit more special to celebrate? Right, so I'd start off with some uh, apple pie or an apple combo or apple strudel or something like oh, that. Yes. Custard. No ice cream. I hate the way I hate cold with hot. You know what I mean? I like it. It's like warm pie with warm custard. And I'll, I'll yum that pretty quickly. I probably wouldn't share because I'm a bit greedy. Like, <laughs> Food around, I'm kind of no, you can't share, can't share that. Pie. Not the apple pie, I'll fight a man for that. I'll, I'll take his hand off, <laughs> but like, yeah, the Sunday roast and a pie, like, that would be probably my last meal on earth if I could. That's my favorite thing, you know. Just another day, I was in my head, feeling lit, feeling microwave. I was on the strip with the kids, playing Simon Says, Tyron jumped the bridge, would you do the same? It always rains when it's sunny, never have too much money, always had a... You will always be chubby if you suck in your tummy when you're staring at the mirror In your eyes you kill the flicker, serial killer What's a sandwich to a dinner, what's a feather to a mattress What's a punto to a bimmer, what's an actor with no actress What's a bedroom to a mansion, what's a bullet with no we want them all until we have them happier with rations Stone skimmers, daydreamers, nitpickers mislead us Mistreat us even though they need us Itinas, fight sequence, my demons cry feelings Die dreaming, no glass ceiling, try peeling Back layers to find meaning, rot feeling What you're given is all you're needing, try breathing You might find freedom instead of squeezing up your Trying to hold Huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Thinking what's next gonna make you depressed All the best Got scratches on the surface What's a flat without turbulence A life without circumstance Boxing without another stance Country with no coat of arms A state with no dogs that bark a club With no you laugh at people trying to have a laugh What's life if we all get along? No people trying to do you wrong What's knickers without frilly thongs? Good music without silly songs with no sober mums Screaming say you're doing wrong What's love without hate and stuff? Loyalty without no trust Rick without Morty Lil Wayne without Now rapper without jewellery Real person, surely What's health without poorly? What's wealth without the poor? Please, the world we living in I'm trying to give you reassurance Slow Tide There with NHS coming off his new album, Tyron, released on February the 12th. Really hope you uh, enjoyed those questions. It was quite cool to hear um, that his kind of top meal, a roast dinner and an apple pie. So that is pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I really hope you enjoyed that. And you can actually listen to the whole interview on the Fresh Air website. It will be up by the time that this is being broadcast. Um, with all the questions from all of the members of the SRA. So please have a listen to that and let me know what you think. So yeah, that was Tom's interview with Slow Tie there. Um, and now we are back on to our top two tracks for this week. Um, so number two is, I think, well, actually, do you know what? I was going to say it's my favourite this week, but out of number two and number one, it's a really, really close call. Um, but this is the brand new track by Julian Baker. This is her third single off of her newest album, her third album, actually, Little Oblivions, which is coming out on the 26th. Um, I think it's probably, at this point, this is my most anticipated release this year. I am so excited to hear it. Her The three tracks that she's released um, so far off of it have been, I think, like some of the best music that she's ever made. Um, so I'm really, really excited to hear it. This is actually her first album like featuring like a full like full band. Um, usually it's just sort of her and her guitar, like her and a piano. It's like very bare bones. I mean, it's, it's always beautiful, but it's I think she's really come into her own with this new sound. Um, She's only 25. She's like incredibly talented. She, you know, she's a singer songwriter, multi multi instrumentalist, um, and she has really beautiful lyrics, in my opinion. She deals with things that I think, as much as they are dealt with um, in music, maybe not as commonly. She deals with things like faith and sobriety and depression um, in such a beautiful way, and things like self conflict. Um, she talks about like you know, sort of conflict between her Christianity and. Uh, like things like her political views which are like a little bit more like left than I guess the sort of typical American um, sort of religious person um, and I think she deals with it really really interestingly and really beautifully um, also in between recording like <laughs> this I think between her last album and this album she like went back to college or like uni um, to like get a degree which I just think is insane like that you could be making music like this as well as like finishing a degree um, and I think this is my fun fact about her. I think I mentioned this the last time we featured her, but um, she, I think she's tied 
with someone else as being the person who's appeared the most on NPR Tiny Desk concerts. She's done like two of her own and I think one with someone like another collaborator and then one with Boy Genius, which leads me nicely onto the fact that Boy Genius sang backing tracks on the backing vocals on this song. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know, Boy Genius are the super group made up of Julian, uh, Phoebe Ridgers and Lucy Dacus. Um, their EP that they released in 2018 is like one of my favourite albums ever. Their music is fantastic. And they had this session where they recorded like one track for each of their albums like this year. So they recorded this track for uh, Julian's album and they recorded Graceland 2, of course, for Punisher by Phoebe. And I think they also recorded a song for uh, an album that Lucy has coming out. I think it's so nice and I really like hearing like their and Boy Genius, they had a very set style. It sounded like Boy Genius. So it's really nice to hear them all working as like backing vocalists for the style of like the individuals and um, this song is very Julian and like Graceland 2 was a very a very Phoebe song but yeah I could talk about her forever um, <laughs> but this is our number two track this week this is Favour by Julian Baker the family and I told you the only kin I know to who I could see from the ground I used to think about myself like I was a talented Like it. 
was Favour by Julian Baker there, our number two spot this week. Um, just before Tom gets on to our, our number one track this week, I'm going to, as usual, plug the newsletter that Fresher put out now um, that was organised by our head of news, Felix. Um, they say every week it has an incredible range of things um, by people from the news team and um, people from the committee. Um, things like positive news, uh, Brexit news, coronavirus news. Um, student news and um, pop culture reviews and the thing that I contribute to the newsletter every single week is um, our track of the week so that's basically our number one track um, I'll talk a little bit about the track, who it's by, um, what the track is maybe about, maybe a little bit of a review of it and the track will also feature like as an embedded Spotify link in the article. The newsletter goes out every Friday at 5pm um, and it's fantastic, I love reading it every single week and um, the writing in it and the people that contribute to it are incredible writers um, and the reason I say that anyone that's listening might be interested in subscribing to the newsletter is because it goes out like a week before the Hub Show um, because we do our tracks like one week in advance so if you're interested in knowing what our number one track is the week before it goes out on the radio then you should absolutely subscribe to the newsletter and um, i think the best way i still i still think the best way to do this is if you go to twitter and you go to at fresh air news um then there's i think their pinned tweet is a the way to sign up to the mailchimp so you'll get it sent every friday but yeah that is just my little plug for the newsletter as usual this week but um yeah now tom will talk about the number one track but if you wanted to know about it last week you should subscribe to the newsletter just going to second that definitely definitely subscribe to the newsletter <laughs> especially so you can see that top track but there's been um yeah some really really good pieces over the past few weeks and the, the quality is really really good um it's a great bunch of people who are doing it and yeah please just get get subs get yourself subscribed now we're moving on to this number one track and obviously as jen said before for violet came in at number five um the first of two from collapsing sunbeams by the wonderful arlo parks and this is the top track. It's too good by Arlo Parks. Um, you know, I mean, Jen obviously said quite a lot um, for Arlo, but you know, she's another artist who, who basically needs no introduction. Um, and you know, massive, massive fresh air favorite. Um, this is a track with stunning lyrics, and she said it's actually one of her favorite songs to write from the whole album. I think it was out in an NPR interview. Um, it's very summery. It's a bit more of a chill track um and it's one it's probably one of my favorites from the album to be honest uh, it's such a great track um so i'm really happy that it's come to what number one um so yeah this is our number one track it is too good by arlo parks Then you started your rings The air was fragrant and thick with our silence 
You quote Tom York and for a quick kiss, but still you just. 